Hey everyone, I hope you are well wherever you are in the world. A little different to my usual breathworks or meditations, as you've seen by the title. Me just talking, talking your heads off for the next. Hopefully I'll keep this under 10 minutes. Three things I've learned this year, which I think can really help you too, which have helped me navigate my life this year. And hopefully you will get some value from this. I thought of it on the tube home and now I'm sitting here. And it's going to be me riffing and winging this as I go. But they're in my mind. I'm sure I will be able to articulate them out. The first thing that I've learned is getting out of but your getting out of your own head is hard but achievable. Let's say getting out of our own head is hard but achievable. A really good quote I like whenever I am stuck in my head, procrastinating, anxious, stressed, feel like life is coming at me, feel like I've had a bad day or having a bad day. There's a really good quote which always sticks in my mind. You have the power over your mind, not outside of events. Realize this and you will find strength. Now that's all well and good saying that. But what can we do when we are stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, things coming at us? The biggest thing that's helping this year is to ask myself a very simple question and one I want you to take away today. What is the biggest small thing I can do right now, Josh? So say I'm anxious, I'm stuck on my bed, thinking about everything, pondering on the past, ruminating on the future. Usually we encounter lots of stumbling blocks. We can't seem to get out of our own way. We can't seem to get to the next step, usually because we are thinking too many steps ahead. So if we can break down our resistance of thinking until we meet the threshold of positive movement forward. So let's go back to that picture of me on the bed, anxious, if I ask myself, okay, what is the biggest small thing I can do right now? Can I put my shoes on as a start? Can I just get up? Can I get off my bed? Can I put my shoes on? Once they're on, okay, can I head for a walk? If I can't head for a walk, I'm really you know, not feeling great. Can I walk to the kitchen, pour myself a water? It sounds ridiculously simple, but if we break it down, the body has no choice but to just focus on the next step only. Every step thereafter becomes inconsequential because we're just focusing on that next little step, that next hurdle we have to jump through. And when we ask this, what is the biggest small thing I can do right now? The brain goes, okay, I now have only one focus. Let me just focus on that. And then I will put one foot in front of the other after that. Let's use another example. I'm super stressed at work. My boss is being a capricious idiot. What do I do? I feel stuck. I feel like I'm going to implode. Okay. I remember Josh's podcast. What is the biggest small thing I can do right now? You might look around. You might see your phone. You might ask yourself, okay, can I pick my phone up? Can I WhatsApp my friend? Hey, need to talk to you in an hour or when you're free. 
That's that's a step. That's the next little step. And then you keep asking that same question, and then hopefully you will slowly get out of that rut, out of that place of despair, stress, anxiousness, loneliness, overwhelm, and get you to a good place. So that's point one. What is the biggest small thing you can do right now? The second thing I have learned along the way this year is that thinking is really hard. Specifically, thinking about why we are unhappy or stressed or anxious or feeling a certain, let's say, negative emotion. It's very hard to sit there on the edge of your bed and think, why am I anxious today? Why am I stressed? Why? We don't really do that. Well, I don't really do that. But I think a lot of power lies there. Because if we are not bringing our attention, if we're not taking some time to think about where we are at in our lives, why we're stressed, why we're anxious, why we are unhappy in a relationship, then we are kind of suppressing it, brushing it to one side, and not truly delving in and getting to the deeper reason behind a certain emotion. So a little practice you can do to take away today. Let's say you're stressed, anxious. I don't want to keep bringing those points up. I feel like I repeat myself a bit, but these are the main emotions that people feel on a day-to-day. When you're next feeling those emotions, ask five whys. Let's use an example. So you are stressed at work right now. Why am I feeling so worked up? Why am I feeling stressed? Remember, awareness is the first step to change. You are taking the effort to thinking. Okay, so you've asked, why am I feeling like this? Because I am inundated with all this work, not getting any help, and I feel like I'm just trying to keep my head above water. Why am I not getting any help? Probably because people... Well, I feel people aren't respecting me. I feel people aren't helping me. Why are people not helping me? Maybe because I'm not actually that social. I don't actually chat to too many people. I don't actually engage with my colleagues that much. I know I'm new, but maybe that's the reason. Why do you feel that you're not engaging with your colleagues? Not sure. Maybe I need to keep my head down, prove myself at work. Maybe I'm a bit more introvert, so I'm not as, you know, flamboyant and louder than some people. Okay, maybe I should be more sociable. Maybe I should be affable to the person I'm sitting next to. Maybe then people will help me a little more. Maybe then. I can offload some work stress, mitigate some stress, talk about my work, see if anyone could help me. I hope I did well there. I just made that one up on the spot. But do you see what I'm doing? You're delving really deep into the reason. And it's not all the time going to fall back on you. I just used an example there that because I wasn't friendly or that social at work. But when we get down to enough whys, answers become more clearer. 
So when you're next stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, feeling caught up in your head, lots going on, you can't sleep, try to ask five whys and hopefully some answers will become apparent for you. And then you can solve or try to solve or at least try to mitigate the problem you are under, which should help your headspace, your stress, your anxiety, etc. So my second one that I've learned is the hardest part is to think. Okay, last one. I will try to keep this short and sweet, but probably the most important one of them all, debatable, arguably, is keep your eyes on your own test paper. Remember back in the day, or some of you may still be at uni or college or school, when the teacher used to tell me to keep my eyes on my own test paper. I'm not sure if I listened to them. But that lies a much deeper message than the test paper. Focus on yourself. Compare yourself to who you were a minute ago and chase the person you want to be tomorrow. Comparing ourselves to others is like a double-edged sword. It can motivate us, inspire us to change, and bring about healthy competition. It can provide a goalpost to something that we want to obtain or get to. But it can, and unfortunately, this is where humans tend to fall on, is resentment, bitterness, feeling jealous, hostile towards maybe a person, group of people. And that side doesn't do anything for anyone. It does no good to us. Like I said, the person we should be comparing ourselves to, and it sounds a little cliche and, you know, a bit wishy-washy, but it really is true. The only person that we can compare is us. Like I said, compare yourself to who you were a minute ago, a month ago, a week ago, a second ago, a day ago, and chase the person that you want to be. I'm chasing who I want to be tomorrow. I'm trying to be better than I was two minutes ago. I'm way better better than I was. I'm way better than two minutes ago, Josh, than who I am now. That's my mindset, and it really does help me because then I'm not focused on external events or people to put me down or feel like I'm not succeeding as fast as I should be. Be your own hero. Here's a great quote to finish on. To improve, compare little things. To be miserable, compare big things. Comparison is the thief of joy when applied broadly, but the teacher of skills when applied narrowly. When you're next comparing yourself to someone or others or a group or whatever the context, your first call is to bring it back to yourself. Remember, compare yourself to who you were a minute ago and chase the person you want to be tomorrow. Or take some inspiration, some motivation. What can I get from this comparative mindset right now? What can I learn from them? Where have they been? What inspiration can I take from them right now to help me change? Your mind will thank you. Your headspace will thank you. Your mental health will thank you. And those feelings of bitterness, resentment will be replaced with joy, gratefulness, and contentness. Okay. They're the three things that I've learned this year, which have really helped me. 
I did fail in my task of getting this done in 10 minutes, but hopefully it's been valuable nonetheless for you. The first way was to get out of our own head. It's hard, but achievable. Remember to ask that question. What is the biggest small thing I can do right now to overcome those feelings? The second thing I learned is the hardest part is thinking, but it provides huge benefits to get to the root cause of a problem, our anxiety or stress. Remember to ask those five whys. And our last one is to compare yourself to who you were a minute ago and chase the person you will be tomorrow. And that is all. I hope I kept you entertained and engaged. And I really hope that helps as always. Thanks everyone. And I really appreciate all the ratings come through. It really helps more than you know, getting this in front of more and more people. I shall leave you alone now. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Catch up Monday.